What's up, beer drinkers? How y'all doing this week? Man, we got another great show for you again this week. Not only do we drink and review some delicious beers, but we also have some great topics in beer news, a great cold brew list, and during our drunken shenanigans, we also have a lot of fun talking about various topics. And one little caveat, uh, we had a little bit of trouble little issues with the recording equipment and it sounds a little bit off, but we did get a good show and you can hear everything we say. Just the levels might be a little bit off. Don't forget to follow us on untapped and Instagram to cold brew podcasts. And without any further ado, it's time for another cold brew. Coming at you pre-recorded from Cold Brew Studios. I am Greg, he is Sorcerer Chromatic, and we're here to talk about beer. Yes, we are. How you doing this week, man? Oh, doing well. Doing well, good week. Yeah. Crazy uh, week coming up. It's all good. <laughs> yeah, crazy for both of us, man. Um, I mean, before we get started, do like a little uh, little pause for the car, a little moment of silence for um, the victims in, in Maui. Oh yeah, that's um, that that disaster just terrible, God. terrible, terrible. I mean, uh, yeah, you know, the, the the hurricane storm coming through, spreading the fire. It just uh, a lot of worst case scenario going on. And so yeah, um, moment for them. Uh, hopefully, they get you know some uh, some love and, and compassion, hum- humanitarian causes it to help them out because like you know, it, it looked bad. It looked like a war zone. And, yeah. and I, I don't say that joking around. It, it just like you looked at the cars abandoned on the highway that just got burned up. It just you mm-hmm. feel like, you know, how does that happen? You know? Yeah. And you're no stranger. I'm sure to you wild. don't picture it happening. I mean, you yeah. don't you don't blame them. I mean, no, there was a lot of things that went wrong. The the, the no power cut out by the hurricane mm-hmm. and then the fire spreading through. I mean, uh, you know, what? How, how do you say it? Like city evacuation plans and stuff couldn't get communicated fast enough it just it's terrible yeah and you're no stranger to wildfires but out in california they're usually in uninhab mostly uninhabited areas and this is like on an island and just (laughs) they had nothing to do but jump into the ocean and heartbreaking man so uh just want to do a little more yeah go ahead it's sad too because you know the, the the population there and how how vast it is and and what limited is like, you know, just I don't know how many like fire trucks are on that island, but that's it. I mean, I don't, I don't know how long it would take one to get from the east side to the west side of the island either. But mm-hmm. the, the 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 resources become limited after a while. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. After a shorter while. <laughs> right. You know, like like you know you know like you know where I live, like the peninsula. Like if there was crazy fires, just say in the metro area, like the there there's a lot of backup cities with the backup resources where. You know, mm-hmm. the island is very limited. Yeah. So, a uh, little little pause for the cause. A uh, little moment of silence. All right, let's get to the beer, shall we? Sure. All right, so today I have in front of me from our good friends at Oso Brewery and Distillery. I have their Beep Beep Hazy IPA, benefiting bartenders in need. So I have to look this up. 
because beep is uh, acronymed. Um, also, uh, in Gilbert, it's a hazy, juicy IPA with Arizona prickly pear, Sonoran white wheat, hibiscus, and orange blossom honey. Made in collaboration with USBG National Charity Foundation. Uh, USBG, I come to learn, is the... Uh, um, what is it? The United States Bartenders Guild. And Beep is actually uh, a, a grant. Beep is the, ac the acronym for Beep is the Bartender Emergency Assistance Program. So proceeds from this beer go to that Beep grant program. So without further ado, pop off. What do you got? I have from our friend at Samuel Adams. Ooh. I have their flannel fest. <laughs> okay. All right. So um, for those of you that, that are in the know, um, Oktoberfest beers and pumpkin stuff beers are coming into stores. Mm -hmm. And I saw this Samuel Adams variety pack and this new one caught my eye because this flannel fest is a Munich Dunkel style beer. Hmm. All right. So it really caught my eye. Uh, not too much on the description as it, it just says... Uh, Munich Dunkel Lager with notes of toasted bread and caramel. Caramel? Caramel. <laughs> and nice. it's 5.2% uh, ABV, and it was in the variety pack. Yeah. So, uh, variety pack works for me because, uh, first of all, it's got Oktoberfest in, in it, and uh, I could drink those uh, for days on end. Mm -hmm. um, it's got their, with their, with their, their Jacko, their pumpkin beer. Yeah, man, not not the biggest fan of it, but at the same time, I don't hate it, so that's a good one. But it's got this one, and it's got another uh, new style in there as well. Um, but without any further ado, pop off. I prefer their Jacko over their pumpkin nail. I think it is. Well, yeah, the Jacko. I, I didn't want to say it right. Yeah, or wrong. I wanted to, you know. I th well, I think they have a, a couple different ones because I have one. I, it's still in my fridge from last year. It just says pumpkin ale on it. It's not called Jacko or anything. Oh, really? Yeah, and that was that was just terrible. <laughs> I got it in a variety pack. Oh man, that's how much I didn't like it. But I can't bring myself to drink for it. <laughs> All right, so this one, this uh, beep beep. Oh, you know, it's it, funny enough. It has a Roadrunner on the label. It's a uh, drawn like an accurate. Uh, drawing of a Roadrunner, not the Warner Brothers style, but an actual Roadrunner. It's kind of like flying at you, almost like attacking you. Um, I thought it, you meant the car. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, it's got a Hemi in it, too. Um, uh, with, the big, with the big spoiler in the nose cone? <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, it's a, it is also 5.2% alcohol by volume. Uh, you wouldn't know this is a hazy IPA. I mean, it is hazy, but you wouldn't know it's an IPA because there's so much fruit and flowers that they put in it. It just really uh, mutes any type of IPA-ness that you might think it would have. It just tastes like a fruited beer. Um, it's really good uh, as far as that goes. I if, if they didn't even put IPA on it, I never would have guessed it was an IPA. Like I went into it like not thinking I was going to like it because of all the shit they added to it. But it's actually a really fucking good, nice, fruit, sweet beer. This is more like a... Uh, um, I would like to drink this like, like right after a meal, just a like a nice, not like as a digestif, but just a nice. Uh, it would go good with like a like a pie, like a fruit pie or something. 
Hey, real quick, I was just thinking. Yeah. Uh, what if like the Dukes of Hazard, like their charger? <laughs> okay. What if like when they were like in crime fighting mode? What if their charger charger transformed into like well, not the Roadrunner, but like you know, it turned into like the, the nose cone grew out and that big spoiler turn, you know, grew out and like they go super fast <laughs> to go save people. <laughs> Dude, you got something there, man. I think you really do got something. Cause you yeah, know, like, like He Man had Battle Cat. Exactly. It'd be like <laughs> He Man, like, like just slightly different, but it's not the same. And like all the windows tinted magically and all this. It would have been cool, like if Knight Rider, his car was just regular yes. until he needed it to be Kit. <laughs> right. Or even if, if Kit, if Kit transformed into a Corvette versus the the Thunderbird during the day or the Firebird during the day, and. The, <laughs> Oh, dude, dude, I think you have something, man. You really, you should contact Vin Diesel because he has the, the stranglehold on the car uh, movies and shows right now. I, I did, but he, he's got to check with his family. <laughs> okay, good. Hopefully he gets okay. back soon. Yes. <laughs> so how's your beer? Um, I'm liking this, dude. I mean, you know me, I like the, the dark Germany style beers. Yep. And, uh, the Dunkel, pretty good. Pretty good, uh, crisp. Like uh, like I said, it's uh, it's toasty, bready, and uh, caramel. Mm-hmm. Very it's, nice. Uh, very decent. I'm gonna have to pick up a a four or, or a case of that or yeah, twelve, 12 pack. pack. All right, so we will rate our beers later on during the untapped portion of the show. Don't forget to follow us on Untapped or Cold Brew Podcast and friend us, and we'll friend you back. But right now, it's time for some beer news. All right, first one that comes up on the list. Uh, Molson Coors acquires a bourbon maker. Yeah? Yeah, this happened a while ago. Uh, I think uh, eh, almost a week ago, the, the story broke out. Uh, Molson Coors, best known for brewing Coors Light and Miller Light, among other things, uh, is acquiring Blue Run Spirits, a cult favorite high-end bourbon and rye whiskey brand for an undisclosed price. Uh, it's part of the company's pivot to become a broader beverage company focusing on drinks beyond beer, especially since U.S. spirit sales surpassed beer sales last year for the first time ever. Uh, Blue Run is a Kentucky-based startup that makes premium bourbon whiskeys with prices ranging from $100 to $250 for a bottle. Five people came together that have a, quote, common love for bourbon and created the brand in 2020, according to Blue Run CEO and co-founder Mike Montgomery which resulted in a groundbreaking brand that skews younger and more diverse than typical bourbon drinkers, he said. Have you heard of Blue Run? I can't say that I have. <laughs> okay. The picture that they have on the on the article is uh, it's a very nice-looking uh, bottle, tapered uh, downward, and it's got a, uh, a very colorful butterfly on it. It says Blue Run Kentucky Straight. So uh, some of Blue Run's success can be attributed to co-founder Devin McKinney, who designed Nike's Air Force One sneaker and also the whiskey and bourbon's butterfly adorned bottle. He emulated the sneaker drop culture with Blue Run by creating buzz from releasing a limited amount of bottles for each release and generating excitement online. Oh, the Eric Cartman business method. Yeah. The bias because you can't have us? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 
you create a demand by limiting supply. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, they so they bought those guys up, and so they just want to diverse, you know, diverse their portfolio. Yeah, okay. That's what I'm thinking. And, and on the flip side of that, undiversing their portfolio, AB InBev is going to sell eight of their craft beer brands to New York Cannabis Company. That was a Canadian cannabis company. This article from the Post-Dispatch says uh, New York-based uh, Tilray Brands. Uh, the brands that AB InBev are selling off are Shock Top, Breckenridge Brewery, Blue Point Brewing Company, 10 Barrel Brewing Company, Red Hook Brewery, Widmer Brothers Brewing, and Square oh Square Mile Cider Company, and Highball Energy. Uh, the, forgive me if I'm mistaken, but Red Hook and Widmer, they were part of that Craft Beer Alliance group. That, uh, I believe you. Yeah. I believe you're right. Yeah. But, uh, I think AB InBev had like a, a small stake in them, like a 23% stake, and then they ended up buying out CBA outright. But um, yeah, I don't know. I a lot of people are saying it's because of the whole um, Bud Light fallout. Um, I would, I'd say it's a. Uh, I haven't read any stories that actually indicated that. This is all speculation. I would think that they might have been poor performing and had <clears throat> Bud Light not tanked, then they would have been able to afford to keep them. But maybe they were already thinking about getting rid of them anyway, just because they were not doing as hot as they thought they were. And just like I reported in the last story, um, Spirits oversold beer for the first time in, uh, probably in, since Prohibition. <laughs> Most Encores diver diversified their portfolio one way, mm -hmm. uh, but Weiser's doing it a different way. I mean, and that, it could, it could be to make a move to buy a distillery line of their own, too. That's true. Yeah, that is very true. Um, Yeah, so... Who knows why exactly they're they're selling it? Um, you can speculate all you want. I just think that it's. We've been talking about it um, just a couple episodes ago. How craft beer beer festivals are aren't as popular as they used to be. I think maybe um, the crowd is the uh, the nation anyway. I don't know about the world, but the nation is getting tired of craft beer, and they're trying to move on to something else. So I think I don't know nine thousand breweries out there. Everyone's got a beer. We don't. How come we don't have a brewery yet? Right. You know, I don't. I think too. Uh, maybe the. And you look at Anchor Steam and look at their. Uh, maybe part of their downfall. Um, yeah. It's just kind of like the the, the craft brew uh, fan mm -hmm. likes the uh, likes the limited stuff. They're not. You know. Yeah. Granted, they have an old reliable favorite here and there, but they, they rather spend their money on. Newer stuff, rarer stuff, cutting edge stuff, rather than something uh, that you get every day. Like, like Woodmore Brothers is a great half. Yeah. You know, you can only buy so many 12 packs of it before you get tired of it. <laughs> That's true. I mean, I, I didn't know how many other half styles, because I, I know like Pyramid used to do regular and like an apricot that was really popular mm -hmm. and probably a few other ones, but... It's like where do you, you don't see them every day or everywhere. They're like the, the availability doesn't seem to be there because they put the uh, the flagship is kind of run its course in yeah. a lot of set, a lot of ways. Yeah, that that's very uh, that's very true. And in fact, in this article, it does bring up Anchor Brewing <laughs> closing. 
Um, and also O'Fallon Brewery out of Maryland Heights uh, filed for bankruptcy uh, in mid-June. So there's a lot of maybe uh, um, people are just tiring of, of the same old thing, like you said. Right. Like like for uh, like for me, I could relate it to, um, you know, I remember like Revision, re- Revision release stuff. It was like, you know, oh, who has it? Where is it? What is it? Mm-hmm. Versus, and sad to say now it's kind of like, yeah, I've had that before. I mean, it's cool. You know, it's just kind of like. They uh, e- even their their special releases have slowed down my interest and mm-hmm. probably some other people's as well. Yeah. Hey, you look at Goose Island Bourbon County brand stout. Now it's like you go to the the, the supermarket and it's there on the shelf collecting dust. Right. Remember we used to line up for it. <laughs> oh man. No. <laughs> uh, Till Ray um, currently owns uh, some craft breweries, including Sweetwater Brewing. Montauk Brewing, Alpine Beer, Green Flash Brewing, Breckenridge Distillery, and Happy Happy Flowers CBD Sparkling Non-Alcoholic Cocktails. Ooh, that sounds something like something I never drink. <laughs> oh man! All right. Anyway, so ABM Bev, that was that was my whole thing. Is that they're selling eight of the craft beer brands, and it's really easy to throw this onto the uh, um, the Bud Light fire. Definitely. Anyway. All right. That's all I have for this week for the beer news. So do you know what that means? I think I do. It's time for everyone's favorite segment on cold brew because it's my favorite segment. It's time for the cold brew list. As we proceed to give you what you need. So let me ask you this. How hot is it over there? Oh, man. Uh, Let me see here. Right now, it's only 93 but tomorrow it's supposed to get up to uh, the peak this week is Wednesday. It's supposed to get to 110. Okay. Well, I have <clears throat> in front of me a way to beat the heat by the uh, list, uh, a list of the 10 best summer ice cream flavors. Ooh, okay. I like it. Not ranked. Just flavors you should be eating to beat the heat. Okay. And we'll talk about ice cream. <laughs> okay. So first on the list is cookie dough. Okay. Not not really a favorite of mine, but I know a lot of people like cookie doughs. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, to me, it's got to be done right. Um, I remember I used to like Ben and Jerry's cookie dough a lot. But other than that, I really haven't found something that I like. At the same time, I haven't had cookie dough in years. I heard you're not supposed to eat cookie dough because you can get sick. It's possible to get sick. Not every time, but. I wonder if they use real cookie dough or if just being frozen keeps it from getting any bacteria. Yeah, well, it's the whole raw egg salmonella risk. Mm -hmm. So that's how you keep it. So the fact that it's frozen lowers that. However, um, no, it's it's been noted that to to do the cookie dough things, um, they actually make, they engineer a whole different recipe of, of cookie dough. In fact, um, if if you like took out those little nuggets of, of cookie dough and tried to bake them, they they wouldn't they wouldn't make cookies. Oh, okay. But it has the taste yeah. and the consistency, that graininess that people like. Right. Got so it. at least I saw this whole thing on it once on on a flavor that really had a huge popularity, and and people used to try to do that. And I mean, I, I can't say I can't say every um, you know every recipe or every you know. Uh, company that, that does it um 
has a uh, a, a simulated uh, cookie dough uh, uh, pieces. Yeah. Yeah. At the same time, uh, I, I'm sure they uh, they consider the the possible salmonella uh, issue. Yeah. No, I get it. Uh, yeah. Next one, uh, I like this one on a hot day: mint chocolate chip. Oh man, yeah, I haven't had that in a long time. Huh. When's the last time you had ice cream? Oh, uh, a couple weeks ago, uh, with my daughter, <laughs> we went to Baskin Robbins. And I got a Jamocha almond fudge. Uh, yeah, I wanted to say uh, we took um, our oldest daughter, who uh, officially started school last week. Mm-hmm. Even though, like, it was just. One day is summer camp, the next day is the first day of school, you know. So. <laughs> she doesn't know. You're right. But uh, calendar-wise, uh, started. So our tradition, yeah, we, we went to uh, Baskin-Robbins after school. I had a, um, ooh, you'll like this. I had, uh, like, uh, cookies and cream. It was Oreo, Oreo cold brew ice cream. Oh, nice. How was it? It was, it was coffee. It wasn't beer. So it was okay. <laughs> okay. I figured it was. <laughs> okay. Not bad. You can't go wrong with coffee ice creams. Uh, yeah, I, 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 uh, I love them. Right. Next up, pistachio. Oh, yeah. Pistachio's not bad. It is good. It's green. Yeah, it's a little, little complex flavor, but it's 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 got its place. Mm. Next, chocolate peanut butter. Uh, okay. Uh, I do like uh, Reese's peanut butter cups, but yeah, I'm not a chocolate peanut butter ice cream guy. Yeah, I, I guess too. There's, there's a, I guess there's different ways to make it as well. Like this one, it looks like it, it's chocolate ice cream mm-hmm. with like Reese's peanut butter cup, like uh, candy pieces in it. Oh, okay. Versus like you know like uh, what is it like? What is it like ribbon style where they have like a ribbon of mm-hmm. of uh, peanut butter in it or something like that? You know? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. So. Uh, next up is s'mores. Ooh, okay. You got me interested in that one. But uh, the picture of it, do they have, um, like, is it vanilla ice cream or what kind of ice cream do they have? Yeah, it looks like they made vanilla. But okay. then the thing is, too, they um, they garnish the, uh, the, the the cup of, of or, yeah, of the, um, the ice cream with a, uh, with the uh, marshmallow and uh, graham cracker and, and chocolate syrup. So. Oh, okay. It looks like you get more in the garnish than the actual ice. <laughs> looks more like it seems like a Sunday at that point. Right. Uh, moving on. Mm-hmm. Lemon. Oh, just straight lemon. I don't know if I've ever had a lemon. I've had maybe like a lemon ice. Is that really ice cream though? Lemon sorbet. Yeah. But yeah, it's kind of like uh, eating uh, uh, lemonade rather than drinking it. Right. And then there's chocolate chunk. And this is actually chocolate ice cream, too. So it's like chocolate ice cream with chocolate chunks in it. Oh, this okay. one looks actually looks good. You get the double up on the chocolate. I like it. Next, salted caramel. Oh wow! The old uh, salt to the sweet fad. Mm-hmm. And then the last on this list is coffee ice cream. So there you there go. There are your mark. Yeah, 
There are your marching orders. Have at it. <laughs> wow. So like the uh, those old fashioned tried and true, like the vanilla and the strawberry and chocolate, not even in there, huh? Not in this list. Mm. How about you? What's your go to besides, you know, your, oh, I, your crazy one you just got with your daughter? Oh, uh, yeah. I, I like mint and I like uh, I like cookies and cream. Oh, yeah. And if they Good. if they have cookies and cream or mint cookies and cream, I'm all over it. Oh shit! Like, uh, what is it uh, at at Coldstone, the Cookie Minster? I, I have to stay away from that. <laughs> the Cookie Minster. I go. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Um, yeah, I think uh, my favorite, the one I I like a lot, is the uh, Rocky Road. I don't know what it is, man. It just that was so. When you talked about that s'mores one, as you got me interested, I was wondering if it was chocolate or yeah, chocolate or vanilla. I'd make it with chocolate. Yeah, me too. That's just me, though. I just like chocolate. You know, my daughter doesn't like chocolate too much. She likes it a little bit, but um, which is good. I think I mentioned it before. It's good for me during Halloween because I get most of her chocolate candies. Nice. She yeah, my my uh, yeah. um, my daughter. She wanted a she wanted a chocolate chip like traditional, just vanilla with the little chocolate chips. Oh, okay. But nice. then, but then she wanted sprinkles on top. Mm. Yeah. Wait till they start putting too much shit on the side. I was like, do you, do you want ice cream or candy? <laughs> oh, good story, man. Good list. Good list. I mean, uh, how's your beer treating you? Good, man. How was it going? Yeah, same here. So we are going to rate our beers. I remember what you had this time because, well, kind of remember it. It was a dunkle, and it was uh, by Sam Adams. So, but I forgot what it was called. Flannel Fest. Oh, look, it's all coming back to me now. Sam Adams Flannel. Fest. There it is. They uh, there's a couple breweries out here, Dark Sky and Goldwater. And every year, every fall, they come out with a, a collab called the uh, Flannel Brothers. And it's a yeah. uh, it's a stout. It's very nice. Um, but it, just the name reminds me of that, but not even close to the same style. So I I got it here, Flannel Fest by Sam Adams. Uh, what would you like to rate it at? Um, I'm going to give this one a 3.9. Ooh, okay. Right, right there. Pretty close to everyone else. 3.75 right now. So you are right there. And uh, what notes would you like to leave? Um, well, yeah. Toasty. Yeah. Caramelly. Okay. Right. Hmm. I put medium bodied. This isn't like a like that. I guess that's what I'm thinking of of a of a doppelbox style. Yeah. This isn't like the the as heavy as a you know a mouthfeel like I I was expecting. Mm-hmm. Okay. Not that it comes up short. It just it, it's kind of a uh, different for this style. Yeah. No, I get you. Sounds very. I'm, I got to go look for it now. Now now I want it. Just uh, so I can see it for myself or drink it for myself, I should say. Uh, let's see here. I had by Oso. I had their beep beep. This one's I like it. Um, as it warmed up a little bit, I did get a little bit more of the bitterness from the hops. So I, it is very IPA ish in that way. Um, so it's not a uh, I wouldn't. I, it's a fruited IPA more than a hazy IPA, um, but it's very soft. So it's not like a danky. 
type of uh, IPA. Uh, I'm going to give this one a 4.2. So here, let me uh, search it up here. I'm going to say Oso Beep. There it is. Beep Beep by Oso Brewing. <clears throat> it is... Oh, it's got an overall rating right now of 3.95. So let me check in. 4.2. And I am going to say it is uh, fruity and soft. And check in. All right. Um... So the first week of the NFL preseason um, is over. Um, did you watch any games? I caught a bit of the Nanda game. It, it got ugly after a while, so meh. Yeah. Uh, uh, didn't watch any. Yeah, didn't watch any games uh, Saturday, mm -hmm. or um, I saw a little bit on Friday and uh, Thursday. Yeah, I mean it's preseason, so who cares? The the fucking Saints beat the beat the Chiefs. Exactly. <laughs> it's a last-minute field goal, but still, I mean, come on. It, uh, right. It's hey, who cares? It's fucking preseason. You just don't, don't want your, your your starters to get hurt. Your uh, your Cardinals they they inked out a win, right? Oh, that's right. I heard they won at the last second too, right? Or the last player? I don't know. Yeah, they won at the end. Yeah, it was like, like yeah, they scored with like you know, ten seconds left, and then they converted it too. Yeah. I did, I did see the headline. I didn't see any of the game or not even the highlights, but yeah, I mean, just don't want your guys to get hurt. I don't think any any major stars got hurt, right? I haven't heard anything. Um, I think it'd be like yeah. front page news. Sports page. Right now. Yeah. Um, but I went to... Uh, <laughs> I got tricked into going to beer festival this weekend. Oh, I hate when that <laughs> So my, my daughter went um, to her uncle's, not yours, but her on her mom's side, her uncle's wedding in Reno. So I pretty much had the weekend to myself and, I, you know, texted a few of my beer friends, you know, what's everyone up to? And uh, my friend Eddie, he said he was going to this sour and sweet beer fest in Scottsdale. So I te texted uh, a guy I haven't hung out with in a, a, while, a long time on Instagram. He is Sons of Suds. His name's Paul, so I reached out to him, and he said he was gonna go hang out with uh, with Dan and Elena. I don't know if you know um, on Instagram. I'm, I'm all dropping fucking name drops. Um, anyway, the uh, so they're all like, "Hey, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna meet up," and I go, "He's like, you should come. Here's the address." So so he gives me the address because I I texted CB wanted to like meet up at a brewery or something. So I thought maybe he was he had uh, it was a brewery. So I get there and it's the sour and sweet fucking beer fest that eddie said he was going to uh. and uh he said he got free tickets um i had to pay at the door and eh, you know i get so many free tickets i'm like all right i'll just pay i, I didn't want to be like you know who i am uh. <laughs> i'm the guy who put the toilets in this joint <laughs> yeah <laughs> no wonder this place smells like shit oh <laughs> uh, anyway so yeah i get there and uh um I, I I didn't know I, I it didn't dawn on me that Eddie was there so I I, I found uh, Paul and I started hanging out with him and Will from uh, uh, not uh, well it used to be at Astro they're they're closed now 
Uh, but his new uh, spot, Catalyst Craft Ales, is opening soon. So he was there. So I hung out with them. And then Eddie comes up and says, hey, what's up, dude? <laughs> and so then I, I was hanging out with him and his wife for a while. And for 45 bucks, I had six tasters of beer, and then I left. Oh, geez. Um, there was a pretty good, there was, you know, it had the, there were seltzers, and then there were sours there. My favorite sour I had, I was surprised. I just got it. Wait, real quick. Yeah. Why did you leave after six? Just out of is that all you got? Yeah, what? it was it was like it was over. I got there late. I got there like Oh, a, okay. Yeah. I, I I missed that part. Okay. I think it was it was open from like four to eight and I got there like around six. Ah. <laughs> um I was lucky to get any of uh, Will's uh beer because uh he, he he folded up shop like around seven. He was out of beer. Oh. Uh. Um yeah, I guess he had one of the more popular uh, tables. But one of my uh, my favorite sour I had, I was surprised, was from Phoenix Beer Company. It was a blueberry lemonade sour. Pretty good. I liked it. And my favorite seltzer was uh, was Crafted or Catalyst Craft Ales. Their uh, their mimosa seltzer was really fucking good. Anyway, so then after that, then uh, I went with a bunch of them, including Will, to uh, Cold Cold Beer and Cheeseburgers. It's a place on. Uh, um, on Scottsdale uh, Avenue or Boulevard or whatever, the main drag that that in Scottsdale, uh, I, dude, I I parked I parked in a parking garage that's behind the restaurant and I come out of the parking garage and I start walking down the street thinking it's down the street on the left. I walk like a half a mile before I realized the parking garage put me on the opposite side of the restaurant, so I was walking away for the restaurant. So I walked a mile last night, like in a hundred degree heat. At least the the sun wasn't out, you know, so I, I didn't break a big sweat. But yeah, I was I felt so stupid. They're all texting me, "Hey, where you're at?" I'm like, "I'm walking there." Oh, wow, you just parked right there. I felt so stupid. But um, anyway, uh, got to uh, and then uh, today I went. I drove up to Vegas to place a bet. Um, we got a little group of guys and we do a, a football bet. We did it last year and uh, this year. I just went up there real quick. You have to place the bet in person, but then you could um, select your teams uh, online the rest of the uh, for the the year. So I don't have to go up there every fucking week. And on the way back, I stopped at Beer Zombies. Beer Zombies uh, originated in, I think it's Vegas, and they have two spots in Vegas. But then on the way back, um, they have a, they also have a tap room in Boulder City, and so it's kind of on the way back, and I didn't have to do any negative yardage to get there. So I ended up going there, um, and this uh, guy, he must be a regular because he knew everyone that worked there. He brought in um, two Wildales, and then they they opened them up at the bar, and they, they asked if anyone else, because there's like only like four people in there. So they asked if we wanted to try some. So one was a, uh, f- yeah, one was a Phantom. Have you ever heard of Phantom? Who'd you go with? I just, just me by myself. Uh, they said... They asked, or never mind. Okay, my my little group just sent me the money, and then I I went oh, out there okay. and and uh, placed the bet. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So then I just I, when I was driving back, I saw, so there's like only four people there in the bar, and so I got to try a Wild Ale from 2016. Um. It was a collab between Phantom and Jester King. Um. Called I want to say I think, I think it's called Del Rey. It was really good. It was like I think a honey wild ale. And then another one by Degard, which was a saison aged in oak barrels with uh, blueberries and raspberries. 
that was really good. It's one thing about those breweries that like specialize specialize in those wild ales and the and the sour beers is they they're very delicate beers um, and they don't fuck up my stomach like you know those kettle sours do. But um, yeah, it was it was a total like uh, last minute thing. I was gonna stop at Abel Baker like I like I've done before the last couple times I've been to Vegas, and um, just you know do a little flight, get my little duck, and then get out of there. But I'm like, nah, I gotta try something different. You know who? You know what? I blame uh, Eddie, Eddie from Hoppy Craftsman. I shouldn't say I blame him. I gotta thank him because he's the one who got in my head to go to Beer Zombies, and I looked it up, and I was gonna make the 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 trip with the negative yardage just to go to Beer Zombies. Because they have one on the strip, and I, I wasn't planning. I didn't want to go on the strip. I kind of wanted to avoid the strip this time. And uh, since I wasn't staying to party, you know. And so I'm glad he's, yeah, so I'm glad he suggested it. So I ended up going, finding one that was kind of like on the way home. So it was cool. All right, man. No, I mean. Oh, go ahead. I'm taking that in. Okay. Um, so Beer Zombies, though, is like the decor, like Apocalypse and all that stuff? Um. Well, I was there. It was it was dark, and they had some. Uh, uh, they didn't really have no. They didn't really have the decor, but their logos like the you know the zombie with a uh, hop beard. You know the beard looks like it's made out of hops. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, but no. The, uh, maybe the original one does, but the the tap room that I was at just looked like uh, any other tap room. It was painted all black though. It does have like a um, macabre feeling because it, everything is black inside. But you've been to bars where everything's painted black. That I have. Okay, so yeah, it, I didn't get the that type of feeling of like death metal type stuff. Uh, I had a couple beer. I had a, cu- a couple of their IPAs. One was called the Hops from Above. That one was good. I liked it. And the other one was called Juxta Nomad. Juxta Nomad. Um, and I didn't. I didn't really care for that one, but you know, the, there's a bunch of different. They also had like a a wheat beer and a lager and a. Um, I, I want to say a cream ale. They had a seltzer. They had a they had a, they had a bunch of different things. So they 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 do they run the gamut. I I didn't from their offerings. I didn't get a feeling like they were just a um like a one one trick pony. All right, man. Um, do you have anything else you'd like to bring up on this episode? Uh, did you see that riverboat bra? Everyone's <laughs> memeing about. I like. Yeah, the, I did. I, yeah, I, I liked all the memes, but I also liked the recreations. Oh, yeah, the, the guys by the pool. That was hilarious. <laughs> is that a new thing? That, that is, Have they been doing that for a while? Or is it just this episode or this incident brought out a new type of uh, TikTok parody? I get what you're saying. Um, uh, you know, I'm willing to bet that there's been parody stuff before. Just mm. the, the popularity and the, the viralness. <laughs> Um, uh, of this was uh, pushed it uh, pushed it in a bigger spot. Yeah, that the the poolside one though. What did the guy have instead of a chair? Yeah, I forgot what he had. I thought it was a chair. Oh, was, was it a just chair? a different type of folding chair? Oh, maybe. Yeah, I thought it was like all flopping around or something. I, <laughs> I was too busy laughing. Uh, what was the the whole deal? Was someone parked their pontoon boat where like one of the ferries or one of the they weren't supposed to park there, right? Or uh, uh, tie up their boat there. And the guy asked them to, to leave. And then he got offended and they started fighting. Pretty much, yeah. That's <laughs> From my understanding, yeah, the, um, 
yeah, a, a private boat parked into like a, a commercial uh, ferry boat dock spot. There you go. Okay, yeah. And it, you know, um, a lot of uh, you're not going to tell me what to do type of stuff ensued. So, what, what was the deal with the hat? Was he trying to like say, "Hey, I'm not part of the uh, the crew. Like, this is just me and you now." Was <laughs> is that why he threw the hat off? Uh, I know. I didn't know about the hat. Oh. I mean, I, I imagine all these guys were just drunk and, you know, loaded up yeah. too. It was just the way they were fighting. The mm-hmm. fact that we were fighting. So yeah, it's fucking crazy, man. It just seemed like it was it was way too, way too serious for what it actually was. Oh, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> oh, terrible. And did you did you did you hear about the speaking of legal battles or you know? Um, criminalities but did you hear about the Tory Lanez thing Tory Lanez oh yeah well he's gonna get like 10 years supposedly yeah I thought it was like 3 to 10 or something like that oh no 3 to 10 was for rugs oh 3 to 10 was for rugs yeah yeah Tory Lanez was I think I forgot what his window could have been but they 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 said 10 Mm. but now he's trying to appeal everything like the whole case verdict and everything so I I think, uh, yeah, it was like 10, but then they said he was going to only have to serve two and maybe get out in one or something like that. For Uh, lanes? Yeah. No. He's he's doing time, dude. Hey, but but, you know when when this first came out, like what, 2020, right? The whole story came out. Megan Thee Stallion got shot in the foot. I thought it was like last year or a year ago or I mean two years ago. Now it was yeah, it was a couple of years, two or three years ago. It was it was a while ago. It was during COVID. I remember that. I remember reading this. I'm like, what oh. the fuck? And then uh, was it during? Well, I I thought it was like you know, like 2021, 22. Yeah, I thought it was 2020, but um, maybe it was 2021. It was it was late in 2021, like fall. <laughs> the first thing I thought of was fucking Harlem Nights. Hey, don't uh. jump my pinky toe. Oh, <laughs> I just figured I pictured Della Reese like you're rolling on the ground. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's but, what I thought. I forgot who said it, but someone was saying how like, look at it. Uh, Tory Lanez had Megan Thee Stallion and some other chick back in his house, and probably trying to get like some uh, menage a trois action going on. And this is the worst case scenario. <laughs> <laughs> Of it not going down, you know. <laughs> I, yeah, I just I, I want to know how, how it did it end up. He shot her in the foot. Was it an accident? Was it did he deliberately do it? What was the? They never really said. Yeah. It just he well, tried yeah. to cover it up. Yeah. Well, I don't know if he took the stand or not. I mean. Mm. Uh. Yeah, I don't know either. But yeah, I mean that was the thing. Like, did he try to shoot at the at her foot to scare her? And it, he's a. It doesn't. <laughs> Like went dance? off his uh, his target, you know. Yeah. Oh, it's so stupid. But I mean, uh, you know, it's just it's dumb. They uh, uh, just the fact that he put himself in that situation just stupid. But whatever. No, definitely, definitely, definitely. I don't know too much about the Tory Lane's background or even his his port or his catalog. I know, I've I've heard him featured on. Uh, people's uh, songs, but yeah, I'm not a couldn't call myself a Tory Lanez fan. Not that it would, you know, I would be a, more of an advocate for him, but um, 
Megan Lee Stallion though, she's pretty. Did you ever did you ever see her spot on Saturday Night Live when she was on there when she hosted? No. It was pretty good. There was one. <laughs> it was so dumb. It was like the SNL of old man. It was dumb. It was uh, Megan Lee Stallion was bringing a I think a boy over to meet her parents, and uh, what's his name? Uh, Keenan Thompson played her dad. And he kept, yeah. he kept seeing like uh, a deer out there and like, look, the deer's like shooting me <laughs> or some some stupid like then they have one of those fake deers. You know, everyone, every time they looked out, it was just a, like a actual like sh- like nature uh, shot of a deer. And then <laughs> but when uh, Kenan, Tom- uh, Kenan Thompson saw it, it was like a like a taxiderm deer and it was all doing some wild and crazy shit. In fact, he ended, up bo- he ended up boxing it. Actually, came in the house and started boxing it. <laughs> it was dumb, dude. It was so stupid. Oh, I loved it. It was it was the greatest. But she was pretty good. Uh, the whole point is, she was actually a good um, a good actor. I was surprised. And she's tall. <laughs> she's tall as hell. Yeah. I didn't know. Yeah, I I, I heard that about her. Then hmm. I, I heard she's actually a really good rapper too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not taking away from her. I was just surprised she actually, you know, she's got a lot of uh, skills, entertainment skills. She's one of those. I mean, there's a lot of, you know, actors or who want to be, you know, musicians, and there's a lot of musicians who want to be actors, and it, it just doesn't work. But for her, it seemed uh, she could do it pretty easily. Well, uh, her foot's okay though, right? She yeah. didn't have to have surgery. Or- I I think she did have to have just like minor surgery just to like patch her up. But yeah, I. It didn't like a repair. Her. Yeah, yeah, it didn't affect her her walking. Probably it was, probably in a boot for a while, but you know, obviously, motherfucker got shot in the foot. <laughs> All right, man, that does it for us. Thank you for downloading yet again another cold brew podcast. I am Greg. He is Sorcerer Chromatic, and we like to wish you cheers. Until next. We raise the ball and we put it in your ear, no matter who you are. Come first, my peoples come first.